Yo, what's up? We are now at Yes Him, Yes Home, <laughs> my new home. And now we have a little uh, house update. So let me show you what it looks like now. Here we have the new ET7 I'm borrowing. Yes, the foundation is up and running. <laughs> Man, it's a good feeling just seeing that uh, we have started. I, I need to see what it will look like here. So um, yeah, let me see. I have to tell you guys that um, yeah, okay, okay. Let, let's first let's do a little tour, right? Do a little tour here. See here we have the slope. This is going to be the ramp. You see that the road it's slightly higher than the house. So we have a little ramp down here. And then where the the excavator is, there's where the garage will be. And also we have prepared some pipes here. You will see that. Let's see how is this again? Where is it over here? Yeah, we have one, I will have one born, one waterborne heating on the floor of the garage. It's crazy. It's gonna cost a bit extra, but it's awesome. Uh, and here we have the house. It's 10 times 15 meters roughly. So the, the ground, the, like the, the ground here is, uh, for the house is 150 square meters. And we have two floors roughly. So that would be, uh, our total uh, usable space would be 270 square meters. To see we have a little bit of uh, some kind of foam, insulating foam here, same as they used here. There is also preparations here for, yeah, oh yeah. I wonder if this is the, is this a pipe for the waterborne uh, stuff or maybe it was that one. Uh, yeah, and also all the plumbing, everything has been prepared here for where the uh, bathroom will be, the kitchen will be over here, over that side. So here we have a washer room or whatever you call it. Oh, this, oh, this is the, uh, they call it slug here. This, the sink over there, the dra drainage, I mean, drainage holes for the toilet. And then that one is for the second floor. So wow, wow. <laughs> I'm getting excited now. Yeah, it's such a big house. I mean, we live in 120 square meters a day and we're going to get 270. But you know, this is the future home for Isabel and maybe another uh, child eventually. We'll see. Okay, so let me show you, by the way, more. You see here, okay, back here, we have the little slope here. And then I guess I'll just kind of drive in here and then back the cars into the garage here, something like this. But also there's plenty of space. We have almost 10 meters from the house until that spot. So we can, I can have several cars parked in front here. And I'm planning to have easy wall boxes, uh, maybe two or three mounted on the, on the side of the uh, wall here of the house but also two more easy boxes inside the garage and then i want to connect them together with load balancing actually maybe they don't have to be physically connected you could just connect it to wi-fi and then the software take care of the rest via tib or easy I'm, I'm not sure how how it works but okay let me go over here so you see here this is going to be the the parking lot or whatever you call it uh, in Norwegian, Gorge Plus, right? So uh, plenty of space. And then here there's going to be a wall, a, like a support wall. You see, we have like half, one meter. Uh, there will also be some cool lights here. Yeah, so also here we have to have build a wall. There will be a future road over there. We have a neighbor there that hasn't started yet. So one day there will be some digging and stuff here. And then, okay, looking at this side here, looks like this, oh man. Oh, this looks oh, looks awesome, man. We get over here. Uh, this hole they haven't done much yet. This is where the pool will be. The pool, 
itself is going to be eight times four meters but then there's one meter extra for the the protection cover thing right that also eats up so but the, the hole here is bigger than i guess bigger than eight, uh, 4.9 four times uh, nine meters uh, but then eventually here yeah, we, we get more utilizable space so <laughs> you see we will have a like a terrace over here large terrace we can chill here but uh, sun wise it's not uh, ideal because you see that the sun is over there so the afternoon sun we will not get it those those properties over there they are way better sun wise than here so that's a bummer we will just kind of be able to enjoy the sun only in the in the morning and midday an early afternoon maybe so that's a little bummer but okay whatever and let's see now what this i'm just looking at what it looks like over here okay i guess there's not much else this okay well i can tell that so there'll be like a wall over here okay wall over here i guess well i'm not sure what we would do here but i think this one will also be filled up a little bit yeah you guys have seen this before i don't feel like walking over there but okay let me tell you about the waterborne system then uh, waterborne heating so uh, by default with the package that we get it's just electrical floor heating uh, the problem with electrical floor heating is that uh, it might be inefficient because it's, it's basically just kind of like resistive heater right? let me show you by the way they are building the road the highly disputed road in Yesheim so most of the uh, dyne, most of the blowing up has stopped so now it's just, I mean, there's still some activity over there because they are not done yet. But they will also take care of this, the noise levels. Uh, they're actually going to build some kind of, they call it volle, some kind of like a trench. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the road will be kind of like submerged in a little trench. So there shouldn't be too much noise coming to over here because that is also a concern for our, because all the neighbors over here. Uh, but that road will actually take away lots of the Jeshemstau. Uh, but also that road will actually increase the value of this, this property. It will be better for communication, for traveling. There will also be bus stops nearby here and stuff. So yeah, um, some many, many people, they don't like this because they destroy the nature. Uh, I also agree, but on the other hand, uh, it's better for everyone else for travel because eventually there will be more houses in this area that the municipality have set aside but right now it's kind of uh, silent and peaceful over here <laughs> for now okay let's get back over here so okay so i was saying that by default you would get the floor heating which kind of like it's like ptc heating i mean i, I think that's it it's just resistive heating it's one-to-one -one cop right but uh, i was convinced to go for the waterborne heating uh but uh, yeah but um uh many many people say drill drill a hole yes we have we can drill a hole we can drill like 150 meters down in the in the in the ground here it's just it's just rocks by the way there is no danger of mudslide or anything here i've checked on the map on the Staten's uh, bike or whatever it's just rock you know the, the, this is massive rocks around here no mud no shit like that no sand or shit like that but the problem is that when you drill down here and you can get the heat from uh, from beneath um it depends because there is a little creek down there so well, it depends whether the, the the rock down there is kind of solid uh, if there's movement or if we get like groundwater passing by but if there is nothing passing by there then you know that the we, we actually suck heat from the ground to heat up here which is great because think about this what is the advantage when you drill on the on the ground 
if it's minus 20 degrees outside in winter down there it will be maybe just five degrees celsius so the temp diff is way better for heat pump to work and you get a higher cop number uh, but the problem is that if there is no movement in the ground under there over time actually over several years uh, the ground will slowly cool down to the point where it freezes once it freezes you cannot utilize the ground the the geothermal whatever it's called but it, it also works as an accumulator. So in summer, when I have leftover heat, I could actually, if I use the Sulfang, you know, the sun capturing thing, or, or just from solar, but Sulf the sun capture thing is way, way more efficient. I could actually put heat back into the ground. It's a huge accumulator, accumulating heat. Uh, but it will take several years if it freezes. But okay, not, not too much detail about that, but okay. But uh, it will cost extra, the whole ground thing. And okay, like I said, yes, if it's minus 20 degrees outside, it's better, it's more efficient to use the ground heating. I agree, but let's not forget that I tend to stay many, many months in Thailand during winter, during the coldest time of the year. I will be in Thailand with wifey, and then the house will just be empty. We'll just be running some idling, like, minimum temperature i'm thinking about maybe just 10 degrees celsius as the minimum so stuff doesn't freeze over too much but actually if we just empty the pipes then the pipes can also freeze over no problem so the 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 saving i will have for drilling on the ground is not really that i mean i don't i don't benefit from that one that much that's why i have decided to still go for the for the ground uh, for the waterborne heating but not i would just have a, a regular um fan thing unit outside but it's going to be way powerful more powerful and uh, by the way the whole package i go for here with a with a, a heat pump for heating the house i will also get enova support it's a 50k nook five th roughly five thousand euros uh, the house is going to be more efficient because we still use heat pump that heats up the water to then heat up the whole floor here actually plus bathroom and actually also bathroom in the second floor plus some other rooms also in the second floor so that's pretty good that we use heat pump for heating with the house and another advantage by the way i was talking about if you have the regular resistive uh, floor thing the problem is that it's kind of dumb and if you put uh, carpets on the floor it will actually accumulate heat and you could even damage the heating but and nowadays okay it's kind of uh, but it, it gets hot, that's what I'm saying, under the carpet. But with the waterborne system, if the water keeps 30 degrees Celsius, it will just, I mean, the carpet will then insulate and then it will not overheat where you have carpet. So it means that I can have carpets on living room and it will not affect uh, the, the, the heating or whatever. Um, and then what else? Yeah, yeah, also the water tank should be around here. This is going to be the, they call it Vaskirum. You know, they're like the, the washing room and stuff where the, where the washing machine is and everything. And normally you will also have just a regular water tank with just a PTC element or something, right? Just one-to-one -one, uh, COP. But uh, this time, because we have the whole heat, uh, the heat pump, the heat pump is actually going to heat up the hot water we use for the whole house. This is the whole thing with Enova. And I, yeah, Enova, that they, they support this kind of uh, uh, like energy efficient house. And that's why we get the 20, uh, 50,000 nook uh, like rebate or something, right? Subsidy. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. And then actually, 
I've seen this system at the, the house, the guy, the plumber who convinced me to go for this. There will be a big tank, like a reservoir, where you can, uh, and also there'll be several loops. So you then, uh, you, you control, is it gonna be for the kitchen? Is it gonna be for the living room? You know, you can, you can individually uh, adjust the temperature of each of them. And if you want cooling, you can also cool. Uh, but then you have to have like a cooling unit. That's the same thing you have in a air conditioning, right? The in, in, inside part. But yeah, um, so uh, it's, it's pretty cool because you will then, you can also kind of, there's a tap of the button and you can then say, you want more water because we will have a, a bathtub on the second floor, bath, main bathroom. Then you actually tell the system to create more hot water and they will prioritize using the heat pump to create hot water so you can, you can have a bath if you want to. So I, I, I like that idea that we use heat pump for everything here. But yeah, at least what I heard is that they have prepared here. So in case in the future I want to drill some shit, I can do that. But drilling down here when we have the house fully erected is going to be messy. So most likely I will not drill in the ground. Like I said, you guys are going to convince me, you're drilling the ground, drill the ground, bro. No, like I said, we stay in Thailand two, three, maybe sometimes even four months during winter. So the benefit of drilling in the ground is kind of not that great. And it's investment costs that we might never get back. But the whole, now we have an air, air to water system here and it will work great, really. So I'm really excited about this. And also, like I said, yeah. And also we also uh, heat up the, the floor of the garage. So there are some challenges by heating up the garage during winter, many people, they actually leave it um, the same temperatures outside because once stuff melts like Salzschmutzfest, you might have problems, but the plumber who I talked to, I visited his house, he just built it not long time ago. He heated up the ground of his garage and he found a way to make it work with a little bit of uh, slope and everything so that the uh, water doesn't uh, accumulate. So he has a solution for it. <laughs> so, and I want to get that one also. So yeah, very detailed about all this stuff, but I found it interesting. And also one also very important thing that caught my attention. If you build this heating system here, uh, we can then subtract um, the regular heating system in, the, in that package for the house. So there were several tens of thousands of nook that we could deduct from that one. But also one other thing, with this, uh, you know, normally every house, I don't know if you see it there, that one has a chimney. Um, yeah, over there, those houses, they have a chimney. By default, every house in Norway, it's required by law to have a chimney because uh, there's like a, it's like an alternate means of heating in case of, uh, I don't know, a war or some shit, or in case the electricity goes out. But the electricity in Norway is dead stable. It's super stable. You get a power outage once every five years, maybe, because they are upgrading some electricity. So, uh, but okay, that's the law. You have to have a chimney. And then in the original plan, we're supposed to have a chimney in the middle of somewhere, plus a little fireplace, right? With this heating system uh, that I exp uh, explained now, either you drill or you take it from outside the air to you know, heating, um, we can then remove the chimney by, <laughs> then it's allowed to remove the chimney. I was like, damn. So removing the chimney and the stove or the fireplace actually uh, was a 50K nook deduction. So I was like, so it means that the, the system I'm investing in now, okay, it's gonna cost extra, but I like it, it's pretty cool. And 
um, since I build it now, I should really invest in it. And overall, I, I'm going to save it. I mean, yeah, I might get a return of investment after 10 years. I, I don't know, but I just like the idea of having this way more efficient system. And also, um, one other thing I should mention, by the way, in case of cooling, you know, if it's really hot outside and you need to cool the house, um, then if you have a, a, a air, air heat pump, you can then cool, but the cooling power might be one kilowatt, for example, right? If you have ground, if you drill on the ground, it's super efficient. You just have to uh, scavenge like five degrees Celsius, or I don't know how much it is, right? Let's say four degrees Celsius from the ground up here, and then only just circulate it. So cooling in summer uh, might not take more than, let's say, 100 watt. 50 watt just running the fan through the radiator so the, the ground system here is super efficient for cooling the house but however in norway we rarely get 25 28 degrees celsius we only get it once or twice two three weeks per year right so and the house is actually also well insulated so i think the need for cooling is not that great and there are other solutions for cooling you can actually in the morning hours we get some sun in this direction you can you can have um, uh, sun shades it has to be outside though, not inside then it's kind of pointless or we can even have some uh, heat rejective film on the glass so there are lots of ways to passively solve the problem because it's Norway it's not Thailand in Thailand this would be, make perfect sense to have the cooling stuff here but okay so anyway lots and lots of technical detail I was super interested in this and <laughs> explained to you guys uh, what how it is so um, What's up over there, by the way? There was a, there's a van coming, but it's not, it's not for, uh, for this one. They are just resting right now. So yeah, now you guys have seen it. Huh? What do you think? Huh? And then all this stuff that I mentioned now, we have already decided. So uh, please, I don't want any uh, backseat entrepreneurs, right? So I have chosen this based on my needs. I know, you know what to say, you know, I know what I need. I know my habits. I know my family and what I you know, like and don't like. I don't like winter. I go to Thailand, so I like so and I know the the climate in Norway. So that's why I think and also, yeah, I think the choice I made here is the best one to go for. So yeah, I think that's going to be it for now. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. As always, thank you for watching and talk to you later.